welcome to another thrilling edition of You Wouldn't Get It. Connor McPartland alongside younger brother and co-host Aiden McPartland. Say the people, Aiden. Hello. We are recording in the same room as our uh, mother who is eating salt and vinegar chips. So if you hear crunching, that's what it is. And Leah, okay, yes, she got a haircut today. She wants us to point that out, even though this is a podcast and viewers cannot see your haircut. You want us to point out that it is, you, you did get a haircut. Yeah, it's much shorter. It used to be at my hips. Now it's at like my, um, uh, below my shoulders, but not too far below, like two inches below my shoulders. I don't know measurements, so. Thanks for yeah. that, Leah. This is, this is great. Sure. Tune in next week for Hair Tips with Leah. Yep. So this is going to be our Academy Award nominations. Um, not our predictions. Not, not our the predictions. Academy Awards, but the movies that we thought should the have been movies nominated. and performances that we thought should have gotten a nomination. Um, we're going to do the six major categories, the four acting, director, and picture. Um, I think that we should start with the acting categories. Okay. Um, let's start off with... Let's start off with supporting actress, Aiden. Okay. Oh, wait, that was your hardest one, right? Didn't you well, say? Well, I mean, I filled it out. Okay. But you really stretched. One of them is obviously just filler. Okay. But I will make the case for said person. Okay. Aiden, your supporting actress nominees. I have Jennifer Lopez for Hustlers. Laura Dern for Marriage Story. Billy Lord from Booksmart, the uh, person who just shows up out of nowhere yep. in every party. Lulu, no, Lou Hong. I think that's how you say her name from The Farewell, the grandmother. I think that's her name. That is not her name. Oh, what's her name then? You got the wrong old Asian woman. Aiden, On IMDb, it the said movie. that. Well, uh, it's Zaho Shizen. Okay, that person from The <laughs> from the Farewell. And Joan Cusack from Let It Snow. Now, I was looking. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Uh, so just. Just to be clear, you said yes. Joan Cusack. Yes. I ran the- out of people. I realized halfway through making this list that I did not see enough movies. Netflix film, so, Let It Snow. I was just... Make your case. I, I, you know, I just Googled 2019 movies, and then I came across Let It and Snow. And Let It Snow was one of them that popped up. Yes. Okay. I forgot about that movie. And then I remembered... It was a good it movie. Was, it was a pretty decent movie. Yeah, pretty decent. And the reason why it was so decent was because of Joan Cusack. She she's a very mysterious person. She always has like tinfoil on her, and we never find out why. Yep. And she plays that so perfect. This was her comeback. Okay, lot to work with there. I don't think it was her comeback because she's was. been in a lot of movies in the past decade. Um. Also, was she was her character supposed to be like God or Jesus? I think her character was God. I think she was because she was God. the narrator in the movie and it seemed like they were playing her up to be like god right i think she was a god yes okay so okay so joan cusack let it snow wow okay yes. all right uh four other people who i think obviously should have been nominated for an oscar and you know joan cusack all right interesting uh my nominees laura dern marriage story jennifer lopez hustlers billy lord book smart Lily Reinhardt Hustlers and uh, Zaho Shuren for The Farewell. I really like Lily Reinhardt in Hustlers. I know her screen time does not match that of Jennifer Lopez or Constance Wu, but she was um, she w- was easily nauseous the whole time. Like, oh, I know. Well, this is what we get for doing it in the living room, right? 
I have mastered editing skills, but I've not mastered that type of editing skills. No. I have no idea how I would edit that out. Oh, it's because Mr. Martin is snow blowing everyone's driveway like a nice, like a nice man. I can't believe him. Such a jerk move. Um, so I had so I liked Lily Reinhardt and Hustlers. It was either her or I think Kiki Palmer and Hustlers. You really like Hustlers. I, as you will see, I did really like Hustlers, and. I thought about Lily Collins for Extremely Wicked, Shockingly Evil, and Vile, but I think she would be considered a lead actress for that. Um, even though she's really good in that movie, I think she would be considered... I think she shares just as much screen time as Zac Efron does in that she's movie. No, Joan Cusack, but yeah. Joan but Cusack also was a supporting character in Unicorn Store, another Netflix movie directed and written by Brie Larson, and it was um, she was also good in that movie. I think you nominated Billy Lord, correct? Yes. Wasn't she, like, the best supporting character in the movie? It was either her or I have one more supporting character coming up. Ooh. So, um, all right. She was just so funny. She was. She was, she was so really good. weird. She was weird, and she was, um, yeah, she was obsessive, and yeah. she, she, she just played the role. You never knew well. who she was. Yes, that's true. Um, all right, Aiden, who are your supporting actor nominees? Um, I have Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Joe Pesci. For the Irishman, Al Pacino, the Irishman, because I thought he was actually pretty good. I thought he was yeah. better than Joe Pesci in the Irishman. I'd like Joe Pesci's a little bit more. Okay, that's a story for another time. Zach Gotts, Gottsen for Peanut Butter Falcon. Okay, I, how do you pronounce? I don't know how you pronounce his last name. I don't know either, but the but the the little trick is that you have to be more confident when you butcher the last name. Okay, fine. Gotsonen. That's how you pronounce the name. There you go. For Peanut Butter Falcon. Jack Razor from Shazam. The uh, person, the boy who, like, can't walk. Gotcha. Him. Yes. Okay. Interesting. You think that that's just filler? No, I do believe he should have gotten nominated. I definitely think that that's filler. You think that he should have been nominated for his performance in Shazam? Yes. He was okay. great in it. He was. A, you're telling me he wasn't really good in it. I do. I'm not saying that he was bad in it, but I his performance certainly doesn't stand out to me in that movie. But not a lot of that movie stands out in my mind. Very, very bad decision, Connor. Um, I have Skylar Gistanoto, Booksmart, <laughs> who was the friend of Billy Lord's character in that film. Uh, Zach Gotts and the Peanut Butter Falcon. Taziz Ma, The Farewell, who played uh, Aquafina's father. Very good mm -hmm. in that. Samuel Jackson, Unicorn Store. And Brad Pitt, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Samuel Ooh. Jackson plays the least Samuel Jackson character you can imagine in Unicorn Store. Who He wears these really bright colored rainbow suits. And he's super positive. He doesn't actually swear at all in the movie. Ooh, so that's the first. Yeah, that's the first. Um, and I... I did actually like the Unicorn Store, and I liked him in Unicorn Store. I thought Taziz Ma in The Farewell was really, really good as her father. Yeah, he was. He didn't get a lot of screen time, though. He didn't, but he, he that's actually probably the most layered character in that movie because he's a recovering alcoholic, and um, he, there's some tension between him and Aquafina throughout the entire movie and his because, family. Like, they're the only people who speak English. Yeah, right? and his family because he was the first one to leave. Right. And so there's guilt on him for not being with his mother more. And now, you know, time is running out for that. So he's actually a pretty layered character. Yeah. 
I feel like Peanut Butter Falcon should be a movie that every human on Earth should watch. It was a great movie. It, it was a great movie, and nobody on Earth watched it but no us and Shia LaBeouf, yeah. it seemed. And I think what really hurt Zach Oxkin was that uh, he was submitted as supporting actor, I think, which I that's debatable, really, because yeah. isn't that his? Isn't the story centered around him? Like, I know we learn more about Shia LaBeouf's backstory in that movie more yeah Yeah, but he was so funny in the movie he was he was was he was really really good in the movie so um Aiden your uh let's do lead actor nominations I have Renee Zellweger Judy Scarlett Johansson Marriage Story Aquafina, The Farewell Beanie Feldstein Booksmart and Caitlin Dever Booksmart I feel like I nominated the both of them because, oh, gosh, Otto. It's okay. I saw him coming. Yeah. So it's without the two of them playing the role, I don't think the movie would have been good. No, I don't think so either. Because they work so well off of each other. And can I say, I have everybody, most of the people you said, Aquafina, excuse me, Beanie Fieldstein, uh, Scarlett Johansson, Renee Zellweger. I do have, though, instead of Caitlin Deaver for Booksmart, I have Charlize Theron for Longshot. Not Bombshell, oh but Longshot, because she is... Um, that is a very comedic performance in that movie, but she's also like playing a very serious performance at the same time. And Longshot was a very underrated movie. It's actually... I, I really enjoyed it. Um, and, and she's just really good in that movie. I do love Caitlin Deaver, though, so much mm-hmm. in Booksmart um, that I actually was, like, trying to come up with a way I could argue her being a supporting actress in that movie, no. and I just couldn't you, find it. You can't it. say that yeah. either of them are supporting actresses because yeah. they're both lead. So, but I... And, and Renee Zellweger, by the way, like, Judy's actually a really good movie. Yeah, I like it was a really great movie. Surprisingly yeah. good movie. And her performance in that movie, too, is like something I'm not going to be upset about if she wins an Oscar mm-hmm. for. Um, because even the, a, a lot of people say like people are confusing the last 10 minutes of that movie or her last 10 minutes of that movie where she sings Somewhere Over the Rainbow yeah. and it's this really emotional finale with her entire performance in that movie. But I think that she's just like really well, good in that movie. It was a very heartbreaking performance. Yeah, It was a absolutely. very emotional movie. Yeah, certainly. Um, was Aquafina this year the biggest snub? Because I think she was. But you have Jennifer Lopez for Hustlers, right? Isn't that the biggest snub? Or is that just like the, we're going to remember assume, this? I Not only did I think that J-Lo should have been nominated, but I also just assumed. So we're just going to, in 10 years, we're going to remember her. We're just going to We're going to remember be like, both oh, J-Lo and Aquafina not getting in. Me a little more than Aquafina. But. Well, no, but I was going to say, like, are we just going to like assume that in 10 years that Jennifer Lopez was nominated? And then we look and it's like, oh, wait a minute. She wasn't nominated. Oh, yeah, I think so. I think we're going to be like, oh, yeah, okay. you know, J-Lo, she got nominated. What? Kathy Bates got nominated? Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Um, who is your lead actor nominations? <clears throat> I have Adam Driver for Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix, Joker, Leonardo DiCaprio, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Eddie Murphy for Dolomite is My Name, and Zachary Levi for Shazam. I saw it coming. You I saw can't it coming. walk away from that movie and be like, man, I Zachary knew it was Levi happen. was not the best person in that movie. Once you said the kid and <laughs> once you said the kid in Shazam, I knew that you were gonna say Everyone Zachary who walked Levi away from Shazam. that movie was like, Oh, 
Zachary Levi was the best thing to ever happen in the movie. He was the best part of the movie. Now that you you want to give an Oscar nomination to Zachary Levi he played for a thirteen-year-old. I mean, so well. Okay, all right. But all I mean, right. Eddie Murphy. I think if I were to give so, an award to someone, I think it would probably be Eddie Murphy. I so here's know. what I I have the four that you had: Driver, DiCaprio, Murphy, Phoenix, and then I also put in Robert De Niro for The Irishman. Ooh. Um, who gives a very different performance yeah. than Zachary Levi does in Shazam. Um, still kind of, is this the, you warned me that there was a movie that you, there were some choices in here that I was going to be, um, dumbfounded by. Is this one? Yeah, of them? a lot of the, a lot of the choices that I made were, were filler because I couldn't think of anyone else. Zachary Levi for Shazam. I thought he was wow. great in the movie. He was amazing. You know, who's great in their movie was, uh, Eddie Murphy in Dolmite is my name. He, he was yeah, really good. He was great. And we're going to, and. You know, I was considering maybe Taron Edgerton for Rocket Man. I think I'm just yeah. in the wrong state of mind because we had somebody win last year who played a famous. I'm not musician. even in that state of mind, but I'm just like Eddie Murphy gave a better performance because he's a struggling comedian who's just like, yeah. well, you know, do, doing everything he can. Um, Taron Edgerton did give a better performance than Zachary Levi and Shazam, though. I hate to tell you, Aiden. Well, but that's debatable. That's it's debatable. Not really debatable. It is debatable. Anything can be debatable. You always debate that Lord of the Rings is a bad movie, so why can't this be debatable? It's true. I guess it's true. Oh, speaking of superhero movies, um, Robert Downey Jr. was also on my mind for supporting actor for Avengers Endgame. Oh, you were going to count him as supporting actor? I think so, because there's like 13 actors in that movie, all of which I think get an equal amount of screen time. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. So... I was considering him, but then I thought Zachary Levi would just be funnier. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. So you're doing it for comedic, comedic purposes. Um, well, also because I also really liked him in the movie. Yeah. And and you know, Joaquin Phoenix, obviously. I mean, that's just a, a it's just killer. Of it's just it's, it just rips your heart. Yeah. Out it's in just every hard. Sense of the word. Yeah. Adam Driver, I feel like is out of everyone like the most real. You know what I mean? I think so. Yeah. And DiCaprio. He's DiCaprio, and he did great in the movie. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he's so good, but he was just really good in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, that that trailer scene mm-hmm. alone. Um. All right. And then uh, director, your director nominations, Aiden. Uh, I have Lulu Wong, The Farewell, Olivia Wilde, Booksmart, Quentin Tarantino uh, for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Noam Baumbach, Marriage Story. If and... you say the director of Shazam, I'm going to slap you across I the face. I did not. And I just want everyone to know that we did not see Little Women. So I obviously would have put her in, but we decided to go with movies that we've only seen. So yeah, I just put in Martin Scorsese. Just put him in. Because I couldn't find anyone else. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, I have just like Hugh Bombach, Tarantino, Wilde, and Wang. And then I have Lauren Scherf uh, for Hustlers. Okay. Who I thought gave a better directing job than Martin Scorsese did for The Irishman. In the Irishman, I think I, I put Martin Scorsese in because I learned to appreciate Irishman a little bit more. Okay, that's fair. That's fair, I guess. Yeah, I just thought that the that the tone that she was setting in Hustlers, there's no like great shot in it, but there are a lot of good tracking shots, and then the way that the camera is framed on like that um, scene early in the movie with Constance Wu and Jennifer Lopez and they're up on the roof and I think it's like mm-hmm. the first time they meet like that that um, placement of the camera is very unique. Yeah. It was, yeah I, I'm not mad that you said it, but I just decided to put Scorsese in 
because it's certainly a directing job that I had to like sit and think of mm-hmm. to kind of appreciate. So that's why. All I right. All right. And I think out of everyone here, I feel like it would either go to Lulu Wong or Olivia Wilde. Yeah, I mean, you can take. I mean, I think uh, Lulu Wong definitely. That's more of a directing movie mm-hmm. i think but olivia wilde this was her debut and it was the funniest movie i think this was lulu wong's debut too wasn't it, it was yeah. yeah yeah but i mean you you're right like but I that feel like a comedy movie debut is like a lot more difficult well and to actually acknowledge good directing from a comedy movie mm-hmm. is also hard or a movie that market that's a straight comedy like that like the only other movie i can think of like that is maybe um the hangover or i think it's really just the hangover it was like yeah. a straight quote-unquote blockbuster comedy like that and i actually noticed oh that's also really good directing like that's a cool shot so wait you had the pretty much the same people right yeah yeah we only disagreed you said scorsese i said uh lawrence scarfruff or hustlers and now to the big one to best picture aiden what are your best picture nominees marriage story Mm -hmm. the irishman Avengers Endgame, The Farewell, The Peanut Butter Falcon, Joker, Booksmart, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Shazam, obviously. Oh my gosh. I think that's and worse I, than Connor, you. You may think that I uh, put this in, seriously, I put this in as a joke. Six Underground was the craziest movie I've seen in my life, okay? Okay, wait a minute. Yes. Oh, okay, I was yeah. I was still reeling from from you putting Shazam in as best picture that I know for a fact you did not just say that Six Underground deserves a best picture nominee. Literally, maybe the worst movie I have ever seen in my entire life. It may be the worst movie in the world, but that doesn't change the fact that it's the most fun movie ever made. The first act of the movie is an action sequence, Connor. Is it though? Because yes. it's just those it's just the twenty minute car chase and then the rest of the movie is You're nothing. telling me that not in the first act car chase, you weren't like, Oh wow, this movie's special. The first act car chase is great. If the rest of the movie was like that, that'd be different, but then it goes into choppy backstories and do you know how many cuts are in that movie, Aiden? Five hundred thousand, seven hundred and a million. Probably more than that. <laughs> I mean, it is cut filled. I can't tell you a single i mean backstory that the characters have in that it is a bad movie i'm i would never rewatch that movie again it is i would rewatch the car chase but never rewatch the movie as a whole ever again wow i put this in as a joke but you really are this is more fun this is more fun. You just ran that what you wanted. Me. You wanted this. You baited me because you know bit. how much I hate that movie. You didn't even finish the movie. Bit. I you didn't. didn't finish I don't the need to finish the movie. Hour of the movie. You don't even know how it ends. Okay. Here are my nominees Endgame, Book Smart, Farewell, Hustlers, Irishman, Long Shot, Marriage Story, Peanut Butter Falcon, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Toy Story 4. Really? Yeah, I like Toy Story 4. Okay. Okay. Yeah, no disagreements with that? I don't disagree. I don't, yeah. Um, So I can go back and ripping on you because I tore apart your Six Underground pick and now I have to tear apart your Shazam pick Wait, why for Best Picture. Hustlers, explain that. I really liked Hustlers. I really enjoyed Hustlers. The um amount... Yeah, I, ju- I just really enjoyed it. I thought that it was, it was filled with great acting. Obviously, I thought it was great directing in it too. And it's kind of like, I mean, I gave it two of the yeah. big five so if i didn't go ahead and give it 
best picture in the end. You did not like Hustlers as much as I liked Hustlers, I'm guessing. I think there are more, fl- for me, there's more flaws than positives. There are. Like, um, the Julius Isles character is useless. Mm-hmm. I know that that's actually how it happened, but I feel like there was a different way you could have set up the movie in, yeah. in the end. Um, I don't agree with people who didn't think Constance Wu was good in the movie. I thought that she was she was good in the movie as well. Is that what other flaws besides the Julia Stiles character? It just feels like it jumps time periods so much, a little more than it needed to. And I think that does kind of go with like the uh, Julia Stiles. What? What was her name? Julia Stiles? Do you not oh, know who yeah. Julia Stiles I forget, is? I always, I, for, I always forget her name. So I feel like- Ten Things I Hate About You. Leah's what Leah will call the greatest movie of all time. Yeah. Okay, Otto's barking again. Uh, but I feel like, yeah, it certainly just like jumps around from time period a little too much. Mm. Like I I know it for like the first act of the movie, I had no idea like where they were in time. Yeah. Um, you know what movie I have no idea where any of the characters are is any Lord of the Rings movie. Lord of the Rings is the greatest movie ever made, Connor. It 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 is not actually. It is. It is. Why isn't it? I can't tell. I can't tell you a single care. I. It's I only because of the length. It's only because of the length. You don't like Lord of the Rings because of the length, even though you will watch twelve hours of television a day. You watch just as much amount of time in YouTube videos as I do. So, all right, buddy, back off. For me... I'm not complaining about the length of a movie. It's not just the length. Personally, I don't know where they are. I don't know what they're hoping to do. I don't know. (laughs) I know you're upset. I don't... I can't name a single character besides um, Gaston. Is that his name? It's Gandalf. Gandalf, I'm sorry. I, I honestly thought it was Gaston for a second. Gaston is the villain. We're not focusing on that, though. No, we are now. We are now. Why do you not like Lord of the Rings? We will do a Lord of the Rings um, podcast for a thousand essential movies because it uh, everybody else likes it. And I guess I'm just not a huge fan of it. We'll we'll save it for there for now. Those were our Academy Award nominations. I think we can agree to biggest. um, we're upset that they weren't nominated. Aquafina and uh, Jennifer Lopez, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I would also go maybe Lulu Wong for the farewell. Yeah, those three. Yeah. I was originally thinking Zach Ostin. Yeah. Then I was like, I can see why he didn't get nominated, but the other three, I don't see why. Yeah, I mean, when you have a year with really those five people that were nominated for supporting actor are like mm-hmm. the, it was certainly a tough category. It was a tough category and lead actor would have been tough too, because we haven't seen uncut gems and like everybody has Adam Sandler yeah. on their snub list. And yeah. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you have not listened to our marriage story, a thousand essential movies podcast, Listen to that. It is up. We are going to uh, put up our predictions for the 92nd Academy Awards, which are Sunday. Listen to that. We will also do a post-show on Monday. And the next movie we're doing for 1,000 Essential Movies is Moonrise Kingdom. We are going to record that on Sunday. I'm going to try to have it up by Tuesday or Wednesday for you guys, um, all you to listeners who tune into this podcast. So all of that is very exciting. Tune in for it all. Thank you so much for listening. Bye. Goodbye.